Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents and carers. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Today, we're revisiting one of our favourite interviews from the archive. I hope you enjoy it. How good are you at managing your children around dogs? Do you let them pat dogs? How do you how do you decide if they're okay to pat? Maybe you're thinking about getting a dog yourself. Stephanie Sock is the Education Manager at the RSPCA. We're talking kids safety and dogs. Hi, Steph. How are you? Hi. I'm good, thanks. Now, look, I've heard quite a few stories, as many people have, about young children being mauled by dogs. And it's made me, with my own children, a bit paranoid. Uh, If I see a dog running by on the street, even if they're on a lead, I kind of get a bit, my instinct is to pick my child up and keep them away from the dog. Am I being overly paranoid about that? No, not at all. Um, I think one of the misconceptions um, that we often see at the RSPCA is lots of people assuming that all dogs are friendly, even small dogs being quite friendly. And I think often the case is that um, even small dogs have the potential to bite as well. So I think it's important to maybe teach kids um, how to read dog body language and decide whether the dog is safe to approach or not. So So with very young children, how do you explain that to them, reading dogs' body language? Um, That's something we do every day. We deliver a program where we teach children dog safety from as young as three years old. Um, And so we introduce them to dog body language, so pictures of dogs and what a happy dog looks like and getting them to understand the different features of the dog, showing them what a happy dog looks like, what an angry dog looks like and what a scared dog looks like as well. Because a scared dog, of course, also has the potential to bite as well. Um, so I think it's important that young kids start to recognise those basic body language and, it, and it'd be great for parents to reiterate those, um, you know, those characteristics of the dogs as well. So let's do a, possibly a very common situation for many parents is say they've gone for a walk on the weekend around their suburb or perhaps they've gone to a cafe. There's someone there with their dog sitting there looking very cute, very patable. What should a parent do in that situation with their child? I think in that situation, I always practice the three steps to meeting a dog safely. Um, And this is particularly important for the very first time when you're meeting a new dog, a dog that you don't know. So step one, always ask the owner for permission because the owner is going to know whether their dog is a happy dog, whether their dog um, is a frightened dog, or it might be a little bit timid or scared of new people. So the owner would be the best person to indicate if that's a safe dog to meet or not. Following that, step two would be give the dog an opportunity to say hello. So when we do our demonstration, we always say to the kids, you know, put your hands into a fist and put it at your side. Never put your hands in the dog's face. Let the dog come up to you and just smell you and say hello. Um, And then the third step is always to pat the dog in a nice, safe place. So never pat the dog on the head for the very first time. Um, Often the dog, you know, we're blocking his head, his eyes, his it might be a bit uncomfortable. If we pat the dog for the first time on the back or around ba- near the base of the tail, the dog might often not know what's going on. It may become a little bit startled. So the best place or the safest place to pat the dog is really for the first time just um, under the chin and on the sides. And if we can get the kids to just crouch down side on and pat the dog, that's always the best. Um, that way, you know, we're not standing up and towering over the dog. So much safer and um, the best way to interact with the dog. What if a child appears, you think your your kid is scared of dogs? Mm-hmm. Is there any way 
of get, helping them to overcome that fear? Look, I think it's important, uh, particularly with kids who are afraid of dogs, not to push the situation. So don't um, encourage them to just go meet the dog and try and get over the fear. I think slow introduction. So getting them to understand that dogs have the same feeling, that dogs can be scared just like we can, um, and getting them to understand when, you know, um, I guess keeping the interaction positive whenever whenever you can. And what about if you are in the situation where the dog is getting aggressive, mm-hmm. so the dog's growling or its hackles are raised, mm. what do you do then as a parent? Just grab your child and run? <laughs> yeah, um, I think in, in that instant, um, yeah, definitely remove the child from the situation and try and I guess the best way would be um, understanding the dog's body language before it gets to that, um, before it starts to raise his hackles and growls, because dogs often give us lots of indicators. For a young child, they may not be able to interpret those signals, but definitely for parents to understand what those signals are, um, because if all supervision, I guess all dog interaction can be supervised, then we can try and limit, um, you know, any bad situations. Um, getting so worse. as a parent, when I'm looking at that dog, trying to make sure he's not about to jump on my child and eat it. Um, What are the the signs that they might be a bit agitated before it's really obvious? Mm -hmm. Um, Look, dogs are a bit like us as well. They they need to have their space as well. So we're crowding up around them. They will show signs. And if they want to be left alone, they'll show signs as well. So, you know, often um, a dog in sitting down, lots of yawning when it's not time to sleep that's also an indicator that the dog may not be that may not be feeling happy it may be a bit stressed out um you know lots of um blinking licking lips things like that um and if he's got his head crouched down and he's kind of cowering or tail tucked between his legs probably not a good um a good situation to be interacting with that dog the dog's also telling us it's either scared or timid or you know best thing to do just leave that dog alone Okay, what about a family that has a dog already, they're bringing a new baby home Mm -hmm. and they've never had children in the house before? Are there ways that they can prepare their dog for the arrival of the new baby? Yeah, definitely there are. Um, we would encourage um, the owners to, if the dog isn't trained yet, to tra- have the dog train. So to train the dog from jumping on things, um, that way when we introduce the baby, the dog's not going to jump on the baby and things like that. Also preparing the home, so setting out certain boundaries, maybe blocking off the nursery so the dog knows not to enter that space. Um, and still at the same time ensuring that the dog is still getting like all their daily walks and their own space inside the home as well. So finally, it's very hard to manage little toddlers when they get excited about something and cute dogs are something that's very easy (laughs) to get excited about. What types of behaviour in toddlers can actually affect the dogs and and make the situation potentially dangerous? Mm-hmm. Um, young kids um, tend to get quite excited and when they are excited, they'll squeal a lot and show their excitement, which often, um, you know, the dog might interpret that as, you know, um, well, the dog will feed off the energy of the child and then hence become quite energetic themselves. So we always try and encourage young kids when they are interacting with dogs to, you know, to interact in a nice calm voice or, you know, calm manner um, and, and not, uh, I guess, be too, um, 
Boisterous. Boisterous. Yes, that's, boisterous. The, that's the word I was looking for. Um, yeah. And, you know, if parents um, can get involved with that supervision as well, always reward the dog for good behaviour. So, you know, if the dog's not, um, I guess, jumping up on the child and responding to all the squeals and the excitement, reward the dog for, you know, sitting calm and playing nicely with the child as well. Um, positive reward is really great for dogs. And I guess for young kids, if you can teach them to, you know, interact with dogs in a nice, calm way, um, then that definitely helps the situation. Look, there's many things that I don't think I even really thought about with my daughter. I just looked at dogs and went, oh, I'm not sure what to do. So thank you, Steph, so much for giving us that advice. Pleasure. I hope it's been helpful. Steph Sock, Education Manager at the RSPCA. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.